Do you ever get tired of the same old boring news? Do you ever wish the news was very nearly funny? I know we did. Hi, I'm Gene Person. And I'm Greg Person. And that's why we created Anchor Persons. A news podcast. For people who hate the news. By people who hate the news. Every week, we lampoon the laughable thing that journalism has become. We make up facts about your home state. We break stories on the latest in food crime. We take two completely unrelated things and figure out how they're connected. And we keep you informed on the emotional weather. Find Anchor Persons on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or a completely different podcatcher that you prefer. Will you laugh? No. But will you be informed? Also no. Anchor Persons, the only news podcast hosted by persons. Subscribe today! We were supposed to go to Oktoberfest at Smithville tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Thank God they canceled it in case because of the rain. Because I honestly didn't want to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There were a couple of things we wanted to take the kid to this weekend that got cold off because of rain. Mm-hmm. It's a bummer because like she likes going outside and like she like she's fine with us, but like yeah, inside for you know nine hours with just mom and dad, like yeah, man, I wouldn't I wouldn't like that either. It's boring. <laughs> she's she's t- she's tired of your guys' faces. Oh, she's sick of our shit. It's fine. <laughs> Welcome to the Bros A Podcast. My name is Matt Kasnil, and joining me as they always do are my bros. On an audio feed is Mr. Rich Sweeten. Hi, everyone. And on an audio feed is Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hey, everybody. What's going on, guys? How you doing? Great. Doing pretty good. Pretty good. I've almost finished my bottle of wine, and I think this is the first time in a while that I've actually come that close oh. to finishing mm. in an episode. I finished mine, but it was already like more than halfway done. Mm. Yeah. So this is amazing. We're, we're getting to the point now. Remember when we used to do a whole bottle every single session? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I, I don't units. <laughs> I, I it's it's. I mean, it's been four years, but it's also like I don't want to do a whole bottle because, like, I'm I'm afraid I've built up too much of a tolerance anymore. So I'm like, if I do a whole bottle, then I'm gonna keep having that higher tolerance, and then it's gonna take more than a bottle to get drunk. Whereas, like, I want to get a nice nice toasty feel in a bottle, so I should probably not drink a whole bottle. Mm-hmm. And Richie is part of the rebrand is like rebranding himself as Richie Three Bottles Sweet. All <laughs> <laughs> this episode is suddenly like Rich, Rich turns into like the Lemmy from Motorhead of this podcast. <laughs> well, my just, just chugging liquor. My sister's been saying since we started, she's like, "You guys should do a bottle an episode." I'm like, "No." No, we don't want to die. <laughs> That's so much liquid. It we is. have to get up. The, the whole third episode would be, would be episode. interspersed with us just going to the bathroom because we just had three <laughs> bottles of wine. I'm going to be honest, Rich. You know what that sounds like? It sounds like somebody who's never hosted a wine podcast before. <laughs> true, true. Or drank yeah. wine before. Like, yeah, come on, man. Is it three bo- bottle of wine? It's a bottle of wine an hour. Like, oh, my God. That's, that's alcoholic. Like, that's actually like, – what we do is already – basically alcoholism uh if, if, like, it's one of those things where like i remember years ago like there was a, a test my friend sent me and uh she was it was like one of those things where like are you a medically defined alcoholic 
Mm-hmm. And it was like one of the, the definition is like if you binge drink and binge drink is like have more than two drinks twice a week. And I'm like, well, yeah, then of course I'm, I'm, I'm 24 years old and I have a full time job. Of course I'm an alcoholic. Um, but like, yeah, like a, a bottle of wine an hour is is some is look, I, I'm, I don't want to cast aspersions on everyone, but that's some degenerate behavior. Right there. Like this, this bottle right here is almost 14 percent. And so, yeah. like, I know if because it was pretty cheap, it was only nine bucks. I know if I would have mm-hmm. gone and was drinking three bottles in in a session, I would have just bought mm-hmm. three of the same wine. Mm-hmm. That would have been fourteen percent of alcohol for three hours, like for three hours each. No, that's no. that's also su- that's such a commitment, though. Could you imagine if I had bought three huevos? <laughs> <laughs> because by episode three, you're just looking at me like, Sean, what are you drinking tonight? And you're staring at the bottle, going like. No, no, <laughs> not again. Uh, so Tim Hansen, again, still unfortunately not able to join us on account of a work commitment, but uh, we will get him back for next session. But this is the award-winning Brose podcast, as I said, available on all major podcasting platforms. And the premise of our show is that we bring a question to the table that we'd like our bros to answer. And it could be about anything. It could be about the life, the universe, and everything. It could be about current events. It could be about pop culture. It could be about uh, something that's weighing on our hearts, minds, bodies, and souls. Uh, or it could be something real stupid. But either way, we're going to d- discuss those questions while, <clears throat> pardon me, while enjoying a delicious glass or bottle, I guess, of wine. <laughs> but we want your questions as well because we do answer your questions in the same vein with the same mix of knowledge and mirth. People are always talking about our mirth. They always stop me on the street. They're like, yo, Matt, great mirth. And I'm like, thanks, man. Uh, (laughs) So if you want us to answer your questions, uh, you want to submit them to brosequestions at gmail.com. So our question compiler, Mary O'Brien, can get them to us. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. But of course, before we get to the questions, let's discuss what we're drinking. Uh, Rich, start with you. What's that 14% wine you're knocking down tonight? Uh, William Hill Estate Winery Sauvignon Blanc. It is uh, fruity and crisp, but not too sweet. Uh, I'm honestly probably going to go buy another bottle or two tomorrow just because I like it. I want to save it for other things and don't want to not have it if I go there. Just a, just a, a security blanket. It's, it's just, you know what? Thanksgiving's coming up. Christmas is coming up. Let's start stocking up on wine because I've got my family I'm, I'm, I'm anyway. you say this, Rich. We've been doing this podcast for like four years now. And consistently, like everybody brings something different to the table. But you're consistently the person who like whatever story, answer, anecdote, whatever. You always have that one line at the end. <laughs> that just like... <laughs> it makes me do like a five count. <laughs> like, did I just hear what I thought I just heard? He's, he's just as a as a backup. He needs a sav plonk or whatever. Like, I need a backup. Keeps, I think as Sean, Sean put it the best in one way. Just stuff just keeps happening in your stories. Like, it's great. Uh, <laughs> Look, Sean's it's met not a my critique. It's just a, it's just an observation. Sean's met my brother. I'm sure he understands. <laughs> Uh, I'm <laughs> I'm drinking home uh, rosé. It means heart of many. Uh, and what they explain on the back, they, they explain what heart of many means in a, in a, in a pleasant look- acrostic. Home, heart. Home protects our workers and consumers from harmful pesticides and chemicals. O, of. All grapes in home are certified organic, keeping our soils natural and healthy. And M, many. 
We deeply care about the environment and strive to protect its many organisms. (laughs) 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 It's many organisms. (laughs) All the bacteria on the planet. We're saving it, man, with the hum rosé. It's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. And I think this bottle costs like 11 or 12. I think it was like 11 or 12 bucks. Don't hold Mm -hmm. me to that. Uh, It's fine. Uh, I, I would not, again, it, it's like all the organic wines that I've had where it's like, I wouldn't necessarily <coughs> go out of your way and be like, I have to have this wine, but look, man, you're looking for a good, like low mid tier bottle of wine. That's it's, you know, you want to feel a little bit better about yourself and you know, oh, it's organic. It's helpful for the environment and all that. Go for it. Home's pretty good. Home. And Sean, you're not drinking tonight. I'm not drinking tonight. I ingested an edible like one right before we started. And, uh, I don't know. I'm feeling great, and it was a wonderful piece of pound cake. No notes. Every time. <laughs> you, you said three times, and each time I felt jealous about the pound cake. <laughs> it, it was so yummy. Uh, yeah. It was, and it was a nice little treat. Uh, it was great. I think, I think your pound cake is giving me munchies. Mm. I love Sean's pound cake. <laughs> I love my Shawnee's pound cake. Yeah. <laughs> Eddie Van Halen's doing a chainsaw thing in the background. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, so let's move on to the questions again. Brosequestions at gmail.com. If you out there uh, in the audience want your question answered on the air, uh, but who wants to go first? Um, I can go first. Okay. All right, Sean, let's do it. So has, so has your, partner or friend or sister so female close female okay uh ever let you uh like have you ever gotten a glimpse into your own privilege like your own male privilege for through like something like that they're complaining about that you're just like or they're worried about that like would not even cross your brain you know what I mean? Like, I think uh, recently, um, like, uh, or just in general, Mary's been, Mary's talked about how, like, she has to be, like, it's, I can just, like, roll out of bed and be, like, presentable to the world and just, like, enter the, enter anywhere and be like, hey, and I'm living my life. But she has to, like, fully dress herself and put on, like, makeup and stuff and it's just it's just wild like it's just there are so many little things that i don't even i don't even think about that it's just like that don't even enter into my Mm -hmm. calculus when i'm like thinking about how to navigate the world my wife has told me stories before uh and I, i will not name names but there have been doctors who uh she will provide her her medical advice and they will respond with something along the lines of like, is there a doctor there? Uh, my wife is a doctorate. My wife is a doctor. Uh, but they're asking is, is there a man there mm-hmm. that I can hear this same opinion from uh, and and be confirmed that you're, you're not trying to mislead me with your feminine wiles uh, or something along those lines. So I have heard that. And, and look, I'm, I'm not a doctor. Uh, I do not have my doctorate. But I've also never had to think about somebody not respecting my opinion or not respecting uh, authority or or just respecting me in general on the basis of of 
of gender or anything like that. I've, I, that has not had to enter into it. So I do hear that aspect of it, uh, where, where like professionally it, it comes into play mm-hmm. and, uh, I, and I hear the story and I'm like, Oh, that's, they said that. Yeah. <laughs> like a human being said that. Wow. That sucks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like oh, that's uh, yeah, and I'm like eating like Cheez Its or something. Like oh man, yeah, you must feel awful. Uh, <laughs> no, um, but yeah, I mean, there's definitely stuff like that. I'm sure there's other more like, you know, the the quote unquote microaggression or quote unquote like smaller scale kind mm-hmm. of stuff. But like that, that, that's a pretty substantial one. What about you, Rich? Uh, not really that I can think of. Um, it's it's. In my work environment, so between me and my sister, we both work together. Um, I am the minority gender. There are more females working in my company than there are males. So it's not frequent that like you can get a sense of, oh, there's sexism going on. And my mm-hmm. sister, her, her department is the same exact way. We work in the same company. Her department has one male to like seven females. And so like we don't get a lot of sexism. Uh, at least I don't, I don't see it. Uh, mm-hmm. and she, she, she may or may not, I'm not sure, but like her supervisors are female. My supervisors are female. Both of our bosses, bosses are female. So like it's, it, it doesn't in, in that environment, it doesn't, I do have a sense that recently, and I can't remember the exact dialogue. I can't remember exactly what happened, but I do re- remember in like the past week or two, I was talking with my mom and she had said something that I was just like, that doesn't make, why would you do it this way? That do-? And then like, I stopped myself. I was like, all right, because she doesn't feel safe alone or whatever at this time or that time. I can't a hundred percent remember everything that went on, but I do remember that there was a time that I was just like, oh, I would do it. No problem because I'm a dude, but she worries about it because that's something that goes over, goes in her mind, goes on in her mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the physical safety and like the you know traveling in specific locations. Like my wife mm-hmm. will always call me. You know, she works in Center City, Philadelphia, and even if it's not like super late, she'll usually call me on the walk from her office to her car because you know, she, look, it's 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 the city, mm-hmm. and there and she she has been harassed. If she, and and so I hear it on the phone, and she's like, she feels safer with talking with somebody on mm-hmm. the phone um uh, something that wouldn't enter i mean look there have been times when i'm walking around an unfamiliar part of a city where i'm like i don't know about this but like it's not like an ever-present mm-hmm. sense of fear yeah. i would say another one and i think sean and i've uh, you've, you've mentioned this before in the podcast is uh the parenting aspect uh-huh. the bar is very low it is the for- floor <laughs> For is, it is the yeah the, the ceiling is the floor uh, or the roof is the ceiling or whatever Michael Jordan once said, uh, but yeah it's it's like a lot of like I'll, I'll get like sort of offhanded comments from family members like oh Matt, Matt you're very um you're very involved with with Jordan and like you're very involved. I'm like I'm just doing probably less than half but like as much as, as much as i possibly can to contribute to this because she's my daughter because i love her and i want her to and this is the one i can contribute mm-hmm. but like it's like oh this is a man the father is out walking their daughter the father is out doing this and doing that with the, with the baby and like mm-hmm. yeah that's not what is what is the dad doing doing that like there's there's definitely a perception even if it's not vocalized like that like it's definitely a 
you know, there's definitely a, but there's also, there's also the, um, it's, I'm not going to say it's like reverse sexism or anything like that because it's not in any way. It's actually pretty much the same where it's like, well, the baby just wants her mama. Like if the baby's really upset, mm-hmm. it's like, well, the baby sometimes just wants her mama. And like a lot of times that is true. Um, but that's also putting a lot of pressure on the mom where it's like, <laughs> hey, sometimes she just wants the mama because, you know, mm. that's the mama's job. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. The only thing the mama does is rearing kids, you know, so it's it's I, I've heard both ends of that as well. So there's in parenting, especially even now in the year of our lord 2022 there's that is still quite present oh for sure yeah 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 there's um, no there is no pressure on the dad <laughs> like yeah any self-imposed pressure yeah like yeah it's like it's like the kids alive it's like oh dad's dad must be doing some something right well, i'm like yeah I'm, I'm sure i'm doing something right but i wish i could pick it out of a lineup <laughs> uh, uh any other uh bits of bits of of sexism that you've picked up on that you or, or or something that you've seen in interacting with with close uh women colleagues or friends or, or partners or anything like that Mm-mm. no yeah. i'm sure there's other examples oh for sure but again but again speaking to your original point sean it's not something that immediately registers with me yeah that's yeah I, it's again, just, i don't have to deal with it no yeah. yeah it's and it's hard you have to like train yourself to be like actively looking for it and you don't and that's like and that sucks because it's like who wants to live in this like you know it's like very it's a very pessimistic way Mm -hmm. you're kind of like looking for the bad and things which sucks yeah 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 i don't think i got anything else on this i yeah i mean i i this yeah that's not really it but i'll i'll speak to it a little bit like my my sister's been getting frustrated with me because I've had an Instagram reel go viral where all I did was took a clip from my Twitch stream and posted on Instagram and it's gone. It's gotten 10,000 plus views where she'll spend hours and hours and hours on makeup and get maybe a hundred views. And Mm -hmm. she's just like, I don't understand. I don't know what you're doing. And I'm like, I I don't know. I don't know. I can't. I'm sorry. I can't help you. I mean, it's not in the same. It's not sex. I don't think it's sexism there, but like I, 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 she put a lot of work in it and I just played a fucking video game and put it on Instagram. So I don't know. She should just be better at Apex Legends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's really, really what she needs to be. Get good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Let's see. Rich, do you want to go? I, I think. I'm uh, Matt, you go ahead. All right, so I've got like three to choose from. Do I go with the really deep one? Uh, yeah, fuck it. Why not? Uh, <laughs> you guys think about your legacy at all? Like, 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 like. Again, this is this is sort of a fatalistic thing because it's thinking about like what you're leaving behind when you when you die. But like, I, I do think about this periodically. Like, it, it, it's it's sort of a fool's errand to be like, I need to leave my memory. I, what are they going to build a statue of me for? Like nothing, because I'm just I'm I'm, I'm dude McDude. But <laughs> I I but the, but like, what am I leaving? Like what what? It's almost sort of like the 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 logical extreme of the like, what's the purpose in life kind of thing. Like the purpose in life is to find your own purpose. Like mm. it, that's the biggest thing. But like, what are you leaving at the end? And there are certainly times when I think about it, especially again, I keep I don't want to be the the dad guy that just had a kid and is suddenly like, well, having a kid changes everything. But it kind of did for me in this question mm. because I'm like, what am like, 
when my kid becomes of age, like they're, she's going to look at her old man and it's like, okay, what is old, what does old man Casnell do? And it's like, all right, he has got a decent job and he does podcasting and he does some other stuff on the side. Like, but like what, you know, what do he do? Is he a pencil pusher his whole life? Like, you know, is he, you know, and, and it's a joint question because she's got to ask it of, of both of me and, and her mother. And, and, you know, it's one of those questions I've actually talked about my therapist a lot where it's like, you know, I worry about that sometimes where it's like, oh, I want to be a good example for my daughter. But the other thing I think about is like, well, my wife is also going to be a good example for our daughter and she's going to be, you know, giving my, my, you know, she, she's going to be the, the career day mom. And like, she's got the, the like a really cool job and a, and, mm. and a really a job, an aspirational kind of career. Uh, and you know, I've got, like, I'm not going to say anything bad about my current job because I like it, but it's, it's fine. It's a job. It's a mm-hmm. job. Uh, so I, I do think about that a lot. Like what it's like a legacy, what difference you're making in the world, you know, you're making the place better when you leave it. Like, do you guys think about that at all? All the time. Why do you yeah. think I stream on Twitch, have three podcasts, starting a Discord community? Like, I'm trying to leave a legacy. I'm trying to get people to be within a similar mindset of do good, be good, whatnot. Um, do good, be good, but be yourself type of uh, mindset. I'm trying to leave that because... Uh, a majority, a vast majority of my life, and I'm not saying I don't now, but a vast majority of my life, I've always wanted kids. Right mm-hmm. now, I'm 34. I'm not saying I'm too old for kids, but depending on timing, I I want kids, but I would be fine if I don't have kids. Mm-hmm. And most of my life, my reasoning for wanting kids is what am I leaving this world with? And the idea would be my legacy would be my children. What did I leave this world with? I left this world with people I raised to be like me to better the world. And so I, I thought about that all the time. And even now I think about like, what is my purpose here? Why am I here? Why am I doing everything I'm doing? And it's to try to find and create communities of people like-minded like me. That response is something I think about a lot when when I consider the question because I've also seen a lot of opinions. It's usually you know, randos online or like you know weird like New Yorker columns or something like that where it's like, is it ethical to have kids now? And it's this, mm-hmm. this like fatalistic end of the world kind of thing. Like, well, you know, the world is so terrible and global warming is going to change everything and destroy the planet and whatever. Like, mm-hmm. is it really ethical to mm-hmm. have children right now? And look, I'm not going to come out here and be like everything's peaches and cream with the world. It's certainly there's a lot that needs to change and be fixed. I don't think it's necessarily the doomsday scenario. Knock on wood in case, you know, somebody attacks Vladimir Putin's new annex part of Ukraine and he decides to nuke him. Um, but uh, what I will say is that even if that was the case, it's like, yeah, there's there's certainly things that are that face the world that are, are immensely challenging and could drastically alter you know, human existence, but like what, what are the, what is the, if, if you're looking at it from a strictly utilitarian perspective, what is our best bet for solving it? And it's, you know, pro- produce more people that can solve the problem mm-hmm. and can learn fr- and learn. And, and you trust the fact that even if I, Mad Casnell, might not have the tools or the knowledge or, or, or the, you know, just whatever, you know, intangible it is or my wife doesn't have the intangible that it is to solve the problems that face the planet maybe little cast does you know so it's it's like it's that kind of thing like i wouldn't deny them 
that option and it's like I, I i don't know like i i that that's my usual answer to it is like well it's you know you make their lives as good as you can and then you give them the chance so that they might mm-hmm. be able to solve the issues of the day and and also maybe they don't think about it as fatalistically as we do i don't know maybe mm-hmm. something changes in 30 years like so that that's usually my answer to it what, what do you think about all this sean um yeah i think you know having kids really changes your i think your priorities because i think before jacob and alice i think it's it was more about a broad like world impact because you're just like you're just you're kind of it's kind of like a shotgun you're trying to create this bubble and see how many people you can touch but then when you have kids that kind of hones in on just them and so you're just like i only need to make sure that Alice and Jacob, like I give them, like, I just want to leave them with the skills to succeed and also like happy memories. So you can like, they can look back on the time that we spent together. And it was like, that was time well spent. That's really all I wanted. But like, I definitely understand like where Rich is coming from. Like I get, like, I, I remember that. And, um, and, and that's, it's, that's fully valid. Like, I don't think that's, uh, um, like shallow or anything. You know what I mean? Like mm. I was like that's yeah, yeah. I I uh no. And I think there are yeah. ways. There are certainly ways to do both. Like uh-huh. there are certainly yeah. ways For to sure. like yeah. You know, like if if you want to talk about broad impact, like you can. You can start like an environmental nonprofit and raise children. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like, yeah, you could yeah. do both. Like it, it's, it's it's certainly it's not an either or proposition. But I but I think you're absolutely right, Sean. It's like, yeah, when you have a family, it, it becomes less like. I think, instinctively, your first thought is I have to, like you said, protect, nurture, and and, and better these two three people's lives the best way that I can, mm-hmm. as opposed to like I've got to save every whale. Like, you know, so you maybe only save some of the whales and then you send your kid to private school. Uh, but like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm just making that up. But yeah, I, I think it definitely changed your priorities. And and that the, the kids thing is definitely that was something I thought about before we had children was like, am I the kind of person that they're going to eventually look up to? And of course, what I've you know eventually not learned yet because my, my child's only a couple months old, but it's like. Oh, they're, they're, there's going to come a certain age where it doesn't matter how cool I am. They're going to fucking hate me. Like, <laughs> yeah. They're, 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 there's going to come a point where it's like, okay, you just, you do, like, you set a good example as best you can, but you have to sort of go into it with that knowledge that they're just, if you're doing it just for your child's approval, you're not going to, you know, the same way that if you're a child doing something just for your parents' approval, that's not necessarily the healthiest way of going about things either. But, but as far as legacies, yeah, I, I do want, like, I do want to make some sort of impact on the planet, but I think it's sort of framed in this way that it's no longer just like I want to it's no longer just I want to do something that's good for the planet and good for mankind and all that for the sake of doing it but also to set a good example for my kids so that she will eventually do that mm-hmm. yeah yeah I think that's the way I think about it now um, yeah so it's, it's more it's uh what is it it's like it's more mod- modest dreams I guess Mod- mm-hmm. which is which is fine <laughs> it's fine with me at this point <laughs> yeah uh, I got a mortgage to pay yeah <laughs> the the more people, even including your children and your friends and everything else, and everyone else, that you can touch, that you can like spread uh, your goodness on, and they p- 
pick up on that and then spread it to others, you are making a difference and you're making a change. You're leaving a legacy. And so there's, it, it's just, there, we, it, it comes to a point of like, how much of a legacy are you capable of leaving and how much of a legacy, uh, like where is where where do you set those boundaries and it's like right now for me i i can and i'm not saying you guys can't but i can reach broader because i don't have the full on family life that i have to worry about primarily first i've got mm-hmm. me you guys have little ones that you have to tend to and care for that like right now you're 90% of you are limited to your children and the other 10% is everything else mm-hmm. if that makes sense watching the birds go birds though go birds go birds, <laughs> go birds. Yeah. that's the other 10 that's the other 10 percent <laughs> yeah go birds go birds. Yeah. perpetual state of go birds yeah, yeah. Right. um that was good any other thoughts i have so a, a concrete way that i think about a lot is that uh so i was my my biological dad's only son and he was an only child. And I think that his dad was an only child. So I'm the last Yobek that's ever going to be from that like oh, line. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. And so, and I don't, and I don't go by that name. So even if like, you know what I mean? Like that's just, that's, that's Dunzo. And like, I'm mm. part of, I'm part of, oh, I'm the end of that legacy. Yeah. Like mm. there are going to be other O'Briens. Cause I, we have, there's a ton of us. Right. <laughs> but, but oh, Ryan, I dare you to find that's, me one. I mean, that's that's also like something similar to what like has gone through my mind is my brother. I know doesn't want to have any more kids. He has two girls. Mm-hmm. My half brother has two girls, mm-hmm. and probably not going to have kids again. My dad's uncle, or not my dad's uncle, my dad's brother has no kids. And my dad's sister, my aunt, she's she's not a, a sweeten. Mm-hmm. So, like, the sweeten name kind of ends with me and my brother. Mm-hmm. And so it's always mm-hmm. been, well, I need to have a son to carry on the sweeten name. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, if it happens, it happens. And I'll be amazing and happy. It'll be amazing and I'll be super happy if it happens. But mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. Yeah. But I felt that like... pressure for. Go ahead. Good. I was going to say, I felt that pressure for a little bit, but then my cousin Kendra had a son. Um, and then I found out a couple of years ago, there's like a whole pocket of Casnells out in St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is a whole bunch of them. Like, uh, I, I reconnected with some of my family out in Pittsburgh not too long ago. And I, I, I will be can. Unfortunately, it was because my, um, my, my uncle Kenny, love him very much, passed away. Um, but we, we went, I went out for the service. And when I was out there, you know, we, we did the, the normal thing. And then, but after a while, we just were talking. And at some point, I'm like, yeah, just did you guys know there's like a whole bunch of Casnells out and, and they're like, yeah, what is that? What is with that? Like they're all like on Facebook. There's like a whole bunch of them, uh, and like none of us have reached out. Like we, I don't, I don't know them. They're not like they haven't come out for family gatherings or anything like that. This is a weird name, and why there? Why, why Missouri? You got to reach out and do and investigate it. I know. So yeah. if any of them are just googling their name and come across the Brose podcast, hit me up. Adam Cass. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm interested. Uh, all right. So, Sean, you have a question. I have a question. Rich, you got one? Uh, yeah, sure. I'll do the, I'll, I'll, I'll do this last one. It's, um, it's kind of a, I'm, I'm going to do, I'm going to do a Brose callback real quick. And it's going to be directed more towards Matt, but Sean, you can chime in at any point if you want. Hell yeah. And uh, a, a few sessions ago, yeah. you weren't here, but you dropped a, uh, a rapid fire take to Tim to have him say. And I wanted to sure. talk to you about one of them. Of course. And it's okay. about your Spider-Man Far From Home take. Okay. Uh, which I believe the way I I meant to go back and re-listen to it, but I believe I probably the, have it. I probably have it in my in my notes, but uh, but you keep going. Yeah, I believe the way you worded it was Peter Parker makes a wish that doesn't affect or that 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 affects his family and friends without asking them. Yeah, and then at the end of the at the end of the movie, he makes a wish that affects his family and friends without consoling them great character arc there something like that, that. that yeah that that's that's the exact pretty much the exact thing <laughs> and i just i i can't i can't 100 percent agree with it i can understand where you come from that take but i feel like you might have missed a, a point in the movie and i just wanted to discuss it with you and and like see okay like <laughs> the reason at the end for that um that wish wasn't he wasn't making a decision for his family and friends he was sacrificing himself and turning himself into the Spider-Man that we all know, the Spider-Man that has nothing mm-hmm. because the, and he also, the, but, he also, but he also put his th- friends through 15 seconds of suffering at the end when they realized they were going to forget all their memories and that Mary Jane was going to lose her boyfriend and never remember him again. And also, also he promised, he told them another thing. He told them <laughs> that he was going to go find them and remind them. And then he didn't do it again because he doesn't <laughs> want to put them in harm's way because he doesn't give a shit about them. No, because uh, he gives, yeah, he cares more about that. He doesn't want to. He, the, he the ignores reason, their wishes for a third time. The, so he, he the thing is, he went and made this wish because he mm. wanted to have everything mm-hmm. because he's always had everything. This Spider-Man mm. in the MCU has never had nothing. He's mm-hmm. been given everything from Tony Stark mm. to mm-hmm. like he, he had fucking glasses that could call down a drone army to destroy fucking the entire world. Mm-hmm. Um, he's always been given everything. So when he went to go make that wish and he's like, oh, well, I need this and I need that. He wants everything. Mm-hmm. The character arc is the sacrifice. He's never had to sacrifice in his life as Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And he's sacrificing himself to protect those around I'm not him. I'm saying it's not admirable. I'm just saying that his girlfriend said, hey, after the first time he did it. <laughs> So the first time he did it, he made this wish that changed, you know, that brought, you know, Doc Ock and, and Willem Dafoe. Well, that's the yeah. actual name of the character. <laughs> that's the villain. <laughs> the villain Dafoe. is Willem Dafoe. Doc Ock and Sabretooth and Willem Dafoe and Sandman. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, but like, but like when he says that, he makes this wish, he brings them all in and he, and he endangers his, his friends, Mary Jane and, and uh, the, the other kid. And uh, what's his name? Zach. Ned. 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 Zach. Yeah, I nailed it. Um, it was like uh, <laughs> Kenny. Uh, yeah, was like, yeah. Ned, Ned is some some weeb name. Uh, so what I meant to say was Herb. Weeb was, weeb Herb. was the wrong terminology. Um, anyway, so when he does that, he has a conversation with Mary Jane Watson. Not Mary. No, that's not her name. MJ. MJ. Uh, Zendaya. And uh, and he says, like, oh, I'm sorry that I did that. And she's like, that's fine. Just you talk me about it next time we're we're friends we're partners and then he doesn't do it again two more times what is he what yeah you can do self-sacrifice but he's not just doing self-sacrifice his, his self-sacrifice impacts 
everybody but, on the planet. So everybody. When, so when Tony Stark it's self-sacrifice at the at the expense of every living soul so, because it changes reality. So when Tony Stark brought the missile into the portal mm-hmm. and sacrificed himself, should he consulted? New I York? don't know what that is. <laughs> at the I at only the, watched Spider-Man No Way Home <laughs> in, in Avengers when Tony Stark grabbed the nuke missile. I'm not talking about the Avengers. I'm just saying <laughs> but, this movie. I know, but I'm just trying to, like, there comes a level of, like, sacrifice you need to make that you can't ask everyone, hey, are you okay with me doing this? Because you need to make a split decision. If a, if a quarterback <laughs> calls an audible, he can't ask the entire team, hey, let's make this it audible. It have to be a sports metaphor. I do understand some <laughs> other things. But I'm just saying, like... There has to be that split decision, and he Matt, made Matt, that. Let's, let's put it in terms you understand. Like, Joel Embiid is taking a slap shot from the three-point line. <laughs> uh, but I'm just like, please continue. He, he, yeah, he didn't ask MJ and and mm-hmm. Ned if it was okay mm-hmm. to make this change, right? Even because, though they asked him to, because yeah. there was no. There was no other way to defeat it. There was no other way to stop it. So so what you're saying, and, and let me make sure I'm understanding this correctly, is that he did the same exact thing, <laughs> but he did it for a different motivation. And so the lesson he's going to take is, I can keep doing this as long as it also hurts me. <laughs> no, but he, he, what, is it, what lesson has he learned? He's like, got to do self-sacrifice as well, but he's continuing to not consult the people closest to him, which I guess worked out because now he has nobody close to him in this new <laughs> spoiler alert. He, he lost everybody. Uh, he has nobody close to him anymore. He's a nobody. So no credit check. He got an apartment somehow uh, without. <laughs> what? without how does credit. how is he going to exist? Where? Yeah, how does no whenever this this happens no in a Peter lot Parker. of movies? Where a person just like everyone forgets that they exist and then they lose mm-hmm. all their documentation. And where, how does everyone know where to get this stuff? <laughs> yeah, if I'm a landlord, yeah, that's the other thing is if I'm a landlord and this guy, like, I am Peter Parker so- and nothing shows up for him fingerprints, social security number, everybody's forgotten who he is. And I'm like, yeah, I'm calling the cops. That's, <laughs> that's the thing. I don't care how shady of a landlord I am. The first call I'm making is to NYPD. Yeah. But this, and he's this in New York City. This is hot real estate. <laughs> the spell wasn't to erase him from all existence. The spell was to erase him from the memories of everyone. Of everyone. Multiverse included. So he still exists. Just people okay. don't remember who. Well, yeah, he obviously don't know exists. Who he he has an apartment. I'm just saying, like, yeah. he's, he's, he's forgotten. Yeah, Everybody he's has just, forgotten. Him. He was he was that guy in the back corner of the of the classroom that no one really spoke to, like, mm-hmm. and, and yeah. but it's it, at the end when he goes to see MJ and he was going to tell her who he is. He saw that she's right. hurt still. He she he saw the cut on her eye and he's like, you know what? I don't want to put her in danger. I don't mm-hmm. want to risk her life again. So. But, but I mean, that's not yeah, that's not his decision to make. She's allowed but, to be like, I want to, I love you so much, I'll put myself in harm's way. But this MJ yeah. doesn't like. What's he gonna do? Hey, we went on a trip together, and you fell in love with me because you knew I was Spider Man. Is she gonna mm-hmm. immediately fall in love with him right away, right then and there? Well, that's not the, the point. The point is that no, she asked the, him to do it. Yeah, <laughs> she asked him to do it, and she's gonna be like, yeah. you're you're crazy. 
Yeah. Like there's there's so? going to still be there's yeah. still going to be a level of relationship that he's going to have to mm. build up again with her. She's not just going to immediately remember everything that he Yeah, but he's but, they did. but he said he would. Yeah. He said he would and then <laughs> he's like I don't want I don't want to put you in danger. If I told told my wife I was going to vacuum the living room and then she came home and was like, yo, what happened with the living room? I was like, look, I thought about it. I went six (laughs) steps down the line. If I vacuum the living room, then my back's going to be tired. I'm not going to be able to help you with the groceries up the stairwell. And then I won't be able to carry the baby. And I just figured you actually wanted me to not vacuum the living room. (laughs) So I watched Red Zone all day. Love you. Smooches. Uh, It doesn't matter. She asked me to do it. I consulted her. She asked me first to consult her on any important decision. And then I didn't consult her. And I dis- I didn't do what I said I was going to do. But <laughs> it hurt me too. So it's okay. Everybody gets hurt. That's my point. The, the character but- arc is, is he has a different motivation for doing the exact same thing he was doing at the beginning of the movie. And this, I mean, this goes down an ethical loophole. Does everyone get hurt if not everyone knows about the deal that was made to tell them? Does Ned and MJ get hurt if they don't know that Pete do- didn't do something that he said he would do? Well, I, it's some version of them do. See, Th- that ver- that's the thing. He's like, this is this is the problem with placing full on like interpersonal ethics on. You know, a movie about a flying spider through, through New York City. But still, I, I I contend that it does. I contend that it does hurt them because they are missing out on a life with Peter Parker that they wanted to keep and that he is denying them now because of a wish that he made and a decision – for two wishes that he made and a decision that he made to not remind them of who he was. I They are, they are missing out on a portion of life – that they would have had if he had reminded them and or, or not made any of these wishes in the first place. But they're they missing denied that part of his life. At this point in time, they're missing out on something they don't know they're missing out on. So are they being hurt? Yeah. If, 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 if somebody has a delicious chocolate cake around the corner, I'm still hurt by not getting the chocolate cake. <laughs> Cake, but if man, right but if there. but if you don't know the chocolate cake is there, are you being hurt by the fact that you didn't get any chocolate cake? It sounds to me like you're supporting the deep state of the U.S. As <laughs> <laughs> well, we just don't know, then it's fine. I don't know. I I stand by my point. I hear your argument, and I understand that they look. I'm not gonna say he's a grown in any way i'm just saying the decision making process continues to have the same flaws as it did at the beginning of the movie <laughs> he's still a what a 17 year old kid like, he's said to make 17 year old kid mistakes 17 mm-hmm. years old with a ged at this point and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Not, not not yeah so look i like the movie <laughs> i just <laughs> i you put Alfred Molina in it. Of course, I like this. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just wanted to have that conversation, mostly because it's just like, I don't know, hundred. I, I can see where you're coming from, but I don't hundred percent agree. I just wanted to talk about it and yeah, just well, do a little quick brose callback because sometimes yeah. we do that. A brose callback, of course. Uh, Sean, yeah. your any thoughts? Man, uh, I agree with Matt. Uh, I think, I think what I think the the. Uh, the the logical conclusion of Rich's argument is that if somebody suffers memory loss, they're no longer worth <laughs> taking care of. <laughs> I didn't put it that way. Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> the full logical extreme. 
It's just like, well, they won't remember. Yeah. Granny, oh, like, I, yeah, Granny won't even know she had those jujubes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was good. Uh, any other closing thoughts or takes? Uh, are there ethical dilemmas on 51st dates or not? <laughs> I mean, there's an ethical dilemma if you're still watching it. <laughs> That's actually the one Sandler movie I can kind of stand. As uh, fifty uh, first dates, it's fine. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but see, you know what he does? He reminds her every single day. <laughs> she, she, he has to. Peter Parker has to do it once. <laughs> he does it what? every single day. Adam Sandler greater than Tom Holland. But does Adam Sandler <laughs> remind her of all the arguments they've had? I don't know. He gives her broad strokes. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Parker didn't have to go over all the arguments either. He just had to say, "Hey." You knew me. Hey, we <laughs> dated <laughs> once, and you knew yeah. me. You're you a creep. Get where, like, away. Dropped you off the Eiffel Tower or whatever it was. Like <laughs> you don't have to go over all that. He's, he's just yeah, broad strokes. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, anyway, uh, that was good. And if you want to have your question answered on the air in much that same invigorating fashion uh, that we just handled that Spider-Man conversation. BrosaQuestions at gmail.com is where you want that question sent to so that we can answer it on the air. That's BrosaQuestions at gmail.com. Uh, special thanks, as always, to Mary O'Brien for compiling and sending us those listener questions, to Tess Riley for editing our show, to Shannon Vogel, who designed our world-famous logo. You can find Shannon's work at Shannon Vogel Photography and Art on Facebook or on Etsy.com. And our theme music is When by Stephen Siebert. And you can listen to Stephen's work at the Free Music Archive. And don't forget, Brose is available on every major podcasting platform everywhere where fine podcasts are bought and sold to so tell a friend go subscribe leave us a five-star rating or review we'll be real sad all right time for twitter handles and plugs rich where can people find you on twitter and what do you have to plug at b underscore walnuts on twitter and you can come check out my uh twitch streams on at b underscore twitch.tv slash b underscore walnuts um you can, uh, I stream, I'm streaming right now in October, all of the Resident Evils, so. I'm streaming right sources. now. <laughs> <laughs> I could be, Boom. depending on when you're listening, I could be. Uh, you're but looking live. <laughs> check, uh, uh, check my socials for when I'm going live, because my schedule is a little up in the air throughout October. Also, uh, uh, onequest.com for uh, PodQuest, the weekly interview talk show, and uh, bonus action, the tabletop podcast for me and Sean and friends playing Dungeons and Dragons. And uh, Rich, where can you find that podcast? Which one? Podquest? OneQuest.com? The one that's really hard to find. Where do you find it? You can find them on all podcast apps. You can It's Podquest or OneQuest or Bonus Action. Just look it up. You'll find it. Please, just look it up. Just go to the website. Just go to the website and you'll find it. I just think. Google my link tree. I'm begging you. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there is. I do have a link tree. Uh, all right, Sean. And what's your Twitter handle, and where can people find uh, the the frisbees that you toss? At HeyTessoB for where you can find me usually, and at OBDiscoff everywhere except Instagram for where I'm throwing frisbees. My Twitter handle is mcasnell at mcasnell. That's m k a s z n e l. Uh, I don't really have anything to plug. And that's it. Yeah, no, no concluding <laughs> joke or anything. Yeah, just, don't have anything to plug right now. Uh, I've, I have a daughter. She's great. Uh, <laughs> plug my, your daughter. She's, current, just, she's my, just dope. She's, she's super dope. cool. That's my, that's my current side project is, is raising raising a human being. And uh, she sits up, man. She does it. 
I plant her nice. on her butt. She sits up and she'll do it for like seven or eight man. seconds before she like decides like I'm gonna fling myself backwards for no reason. It's yeah. Sick man. This is that it. is the it's the golden era when they yeah the, you can kind of leave them alone, but they can't yeah. go. Anywhere. Oh, I can't do that. No, no, no. she's in separation oh. anxiety mode now. Oh no! <laughs> from, like four, from like four o'clock onward, if I'm anywhere beyond two feet from her, it's a lot of like, <laughs> like that, like that <laughs> level, oh. of, like the sound of like the Tie Fighter flying through space. <laughs> that kind of thing that's my daughter when shit when i move like more than three feet away from her after like four o'clock and a half it's like nope no chance right here old man all right say goodbye to the gentle listeners everyone bye Bye. for tim hansen rich sweeten sean o'brien and the entire action moves team my name is matt casnell reminding you all to be smart about being stupid i finished my bottle (laughs) I thought you were going to say you finished your stream. <laughs> I did that. We're wrapping up for tonight. Everybody-